0: to Dairy Voice, a podcast exclusively for the dairy industry.
1: One of our sponsors of the Dairy Voice podcast is National DHIA. NDHIA ensures information accuracy and represents their members' interests. They are the direct voice for the dairy information industry. To find out more, go to dhia.org.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Dairy Voice podcast by Dairy Business News. I'm Mike Opperman, owner of Black Dirt Communications, and I'll be your host today. So the topic today is solar energy. And, you know, sustainability is a popular topic, no matter where you are in the dairy production cycle. You know, a big part of establishing a sustainability platform centers on managing carbon and achieving some sort of carbon neutrality. And One way dairy producers can get closer to that net zero footprint is through the use of renewable energy. And this type of energy, as we know, has many forms. It could be solar, it could be wind, it could be hydroelectric, methane digestion, and there's more. But, you know, today we're going to talk about solar energy. And the idea of solar energy has really grown in popularity recently, especially with all of the tax incentives and government programs uh, that have been handed down even as recent as the last six months. Here today to talk to us about solar energy and how dairy producers can take advantage of solar energy is Josh Cordell with Sun Farmers Group. Uh, Welcome, Josh. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for having me on. So to get started, Josh, why don't you just kind of uh, give us a little bit about your background and also kind of what Sun Farmers is about.
1: The Sun Farmers Group, we we started it specifically for agriculture. From the very beginning, we had agriculture in mind. And so we, we really sought out to begin with finding solutions that simply didn't exist and that's why all of our solutions are unique and proprietary to our company but but i guess it's best to tell you a little bit about my background and what sort of led me here i come from a little small town in, in north georgia you can hear my accent it's uh you know an Appalachian mountain area the foothills if you will like most people there especially we all come from farmers my, my granddaddy was a row cropper once upon a time I remember some of the very first conversations with my granddad back then, um, and and some of the struggles that I, I remember him going through. Where our family property was, was right on the Alabama and Georgia line, and the local utility company came in and decided that they wanted to create a hydroelectric dam. And sadly, where the lake would, be, would go was right where my family's property was. And so our family land, for the most part now, is at the bottom of the lake. And I remember the frustrations uh, and almost the helplessness of w- what my family went through at that time. And, and you know, my, my grandfather told me once, he said, son, there's no one marching for us. And so when you can help a fellow farmer out, you're doing a good thing. And that's sort of the words that, that stuck with me. Fast forward you know, many, many years later, I was in the, the, the solar world. And, and at the at the time, specifically, there is two main types of, of solar businesses. You had residential, and then you had the massive commercial solar companies, which would be the, the big solar fields that you see on the sides of the interstate, you know, when you're driving by. I stumbled upon a farmer that he was just a, a small size row cropper and he raised cattle. He He had a problem for sure. His, his, Uh, electricity usage was going up and he was wanting to expand his business. But quite honestly, it just didn't make sense on a balance sheet because he said the price of electricity is going up so fast that it's by far outpacing what I get for my crop. And he said, it just doesn't make sense. Can you help me? Sadly, I I couldn't at the time because none of the solutions that were available for the residential world existed for the small commercial and all of the large commercial uh, companies They were way too big to even pay attention to the individual farmer. And so there was no option there. And so I saw a need in the market that simply was being underserved. And uh, I set out and spent several years, painstakingly, if you will, creating the solutions that we now have that we can bring to individual farmers. And uh, that's what created the Sun Farmers Group. And quite honestly, because these solutions are, are so impactful, my company has been blessed at the same time to, um, to grow at the rate that we're growing. And all the while, I'm actually able to help the people that I, I come from. And so when I, when I do work with an indiv- individual farmer, it's, it's extremely important to me that we make sure that the outcome is beneficial for my client, because I, I'm hearing the words of my granddad every time I talk to one of these these uh, clients. Right. Of mine.
0: A great, a great mission to get started with and to, to be part of your company. Um, You've touched on a couple of different things that I want to kind of dive into a little bit deeper. So there have been a few stories in the news here in Wisconsin. And I just uh, saw a story on the Internet yesterday about these solar farms and just the vast amount of acres that are going into these solar farm projects. And there's some some of the some folks are a little reticent about taking those uh, acres out of productivity and putting them into the large solar farms But not every solar project is the same, right? There's different kind of categories of solar projects. Can you kind of walk through those different types of solar and kind of where Sun Farmers Group fits in?
1: Quite honestly, that problem is existing everywhere. What you're describing is really more the large scale uh, solar projects. Sadly, they're called solar farms, but it really has nothing to do with agriculture itself. Those companies, they represent and they work for the utility company. And so basically they're designing a product that specifically just creates power for the utility to turn around and sell. They don't represent anybody else. I, on the other hand, represent the farmer themselves. My projects are designed specifically to take the energy needs of that individual farm, get rid of those needs through the solar uh, array itself, and quite honestly, I can do it with the most minimal amount of impact on any arable land. If we're talking mainly to, to dairy farms, for example, we use as much roof space as possible. Uh, in, in fact, what we install actually reinforces and makes the roof stronger themselves. Not to mention we have, we, we've created a 30 year insurance policy that actually wraps around the, the project itself and so it guarantees against leaks and anything like that. When we do have to use land, we can be extremely creative on exactly where it's going to go. Uh, so we will work with the individual farmer to pick and choose where best to put it. Like, for example, the, the largest dairy that we've worked with, it only required four acres of land to take care of their entire needs. For, for the four acres we actually used, they had uh, circle pivots. And so the way that their pivots work, you know, it's a circle, and so you've got these pieces of land all around it that simply aren't being used. We were able to take advantage of that land that otherwise was useless, and actually put it there. For us to be creative is um, is expected.
0: You mentioned that those kind of corner areas of the pivots, and maybe this is a, a stupid question, but I'll ask it anyway. How far away can the panels be from the actual from the actual dairy? You know, I imagine there's a restriction on how far those panels can be away and so forth.
1: Well, a lot of that's going to depend upon the uh, individual situation, how far away from which types of power lines they actually are. Um, Honestly, I leave that up to my engineers because again, my design team will go in look at the specific project, take it to our engineering team and find what best solution works out. And so then we'll, you know, conference with the farmer to see, do you like it here? Do you like it there? And we'll also give them the different options because if it is further away, there could be a, an added cost to that, and sometimes it's not worth uh, that added cost. But again, we, we'll lay out the complete array of options for um, each one of our projects, and let you know the farmer decide where it is that he wants them to go.
0: So it's not going to be a solar farm, where you might have a couple hundred acres under panels It could be oh, as no. few as just a couple acres of land that you're not using anyway.
1: No, we're not going to take up hundreds of acres. There yeah. are projects out there like that, but that's not for the individual farmer now we do have some farmers that come to us and they say we've got lots of land that we aren't using help us turn this into one of those projects we can do that but our solutions are not designed for those projects because that was already there right and, and one thing that we pride ourselves in is the preservation of farms mm-hmm. i don't want good farmland going away and disappearing um, we're really again designed to keep the farms moving forward and growing mm-hmm. versus uh Getting rid of the land that, that they need. Right.
0: Well, let's talk about economics a little bit. So, President Biden and the Inflation Reduction Act uh, offered quite a lot of tax incentives uh, for renewable energy, and with solar being some of that, can you kind of talk through what some of those tax benefits might be?
1: The Infl- Inflation Reduction Act made the, um, the the tax credit situation almost too good to be true. Uh, I've got a lot of clients that that they can't believe the numbers are as good as they are. And one thing that we insist upon as a company is after we meet with their farmers, we want to meet with their accountants as well, because I want the accountant to sign off on this as well, because it does make sense. And we're not going to hide it from any professional. And In fact, when they see it, the accountants start referencing the rest of their clients to us, because again, it is too good to be true, but it is true. One of the problems, though, with the tax credits, if you don't have a solution for them, you have to have the income to show for the tax credit to go against, if you will. Otherwise, it's pretty much useless. Most farmers don't show enough profits based upon the size of their needs for it to make a difference. And so I know that we've spoken with a lot of clients out there that when they first explored solar, that was the problem they ran into. But what good does this do me if I can't use it? So what we did was we created a solution that is very unique to my company to where we can actually come in Uh, we can certify the tax credits themselves. We, as a company, will monetize them for them and then put that money back into the project itself so that they can actually get to use these tax incentives. That is such a major part of what we're able to bring for our clients that we now are getting phone calls from other solar companies across the country asking if they can partner with us for their projects because they don't have it. And, and so, again, it's one of those things that I, I want to be able to give it to as many farmers as we can because this is such a great game changer for the bottom line for these farms. California Bioenergy is a leading developer of dairy digesters in America. With more than 100 projects, over 50 of them operational, CalBio has the expertise to help your dairy generate revenue by capturing methane and creating renewable vehicle fuels. Founded by a dairy farmer, CalBio considers itself the most dairy-focused digester developer, building systems to last generations, along with your existing family-owned operation. Now expanding with its subsidiaries, Northwest, Midwest, and Southwest Bioenergy, CalBio is ready to serve you. To learn more about how a CalBio digester could benefit your dairy, manure, and wallet, visit them at calbioenergy.com.
0: So when you talk about energy savings, are you able to replace all of a dairy's energy needs with solar or a portion or how does or does it depend on the on the power company and so forth? OK,
1: so yes and yes. Absolutely. <laughs> we can take care of 100 percent of the needs. That's not a problem, but a lot of it depends upon the individual utilities policy, be it a one for one buyback or or just simply an offset uh, so it, it's all dependent upon the individual situation in which we go in. We're the one that works with the utility. We we don't strong arm our utilities. In fact, they come to us with projects if they want to balance their grid or whatnot and offer better incentives to our clients because they know that we work with them. Unlike some companies out there that just try to use whatever the government's given them to stiff arm somebody and, you know, push the utility out of the way, that, that's not a good way to, to build With our model, no one has to lose. This is actually something that everybody wins. Yeah, it's a good thing across the board. Yes, I can get rid of the majority of our clients' utilities completely, but sometimes it's an offset. When I say offset, what I mean is maybe 60% of their total energy usage. If that's what it is, then that's what we can...
0: So that must be interesting having to work with all the different utilities. Interesting is one word. Yes, that's, (laughs) that's one word. All right. So when we come down to to dollars and cents, and I know each dairy is different, and or each installation is different, but can you give us kind of an idea of what it costs the dairy farm to put in a solar project and kind of what they would expect from a return?
1: Yeah, so I get that question all the time. And it's kind of like asking, what does a car cost? It all depends on the individual situation. You know, we've got small systems and we have enormous systems and all. So it's it's really dependent upon the individual situation. But I can tell you this, as far as return on investment, I always ask my clients, what's your return on your investment right now with your utility company? How much are you getting back from that? Every single dollar that's already allocated to pay for your energy consumption on your business, not a dime more is going to have to go into that. In fact, the way that it works is this, the way our financing is set up, there's no money out of pocket you don't pay a dime. There's no lien against your property at all, either. That's something that's very unique to our situation. You know, have to go get your land appraised or anything like that. With our situation, the way it works is we take your existing funds and we're actually able to lower that cost to get the same amount of electricity day one. Not only is it cheaper day one, but as you move forward, your electricity bill otherwise will continue to go up. Ours never goes up in price. Ours is the exact same for the whole 25 years that the whole project is guaranteed for. And so every single year our solution gets better. If you ask me what it costs, it's less expensive than you pay right now. And every year it gets better. And okay. there's no money out of pocket whatsoever. You simply sure. stop paying your utility bill and pay for this instead. That's it.
0: Let's say that I'm a dairy farmer and I decide, yep, I want to, I, I want to embark on a solar project. How long of a process does that take from deciding that I want to move forward to actually having panels up and generating electricity in a ballpark sort of way?
1: It is 100 percent dependent upon how quickly the farmer can get back to me with the information that we need to move forward. Some farmers are uh, are, are very prompt and they get back to us immediately. And and in those cases, we can get this done from the beginning to the end. And we're looking at, at four to six months finished. And you got some clients, of course, that they're really busy. And so it can take longer. The thing is, though, we realize that people are busy. Uh, We do not want to impede upon your business in any way. So we will cater to the speed at which our, our clients can move. But we do want to get it done sooner than later, because quite honestly, it benefits no one for this to take any longer than necessary, because the solution is going to make an immediate impact. The current situation is so good, it's not going to get better than it is right now. So we're eager to get our projects done as soon as possible, just to make sure that all these benefits are going to be a part of it.
0: You mentioned, you know, a producer having to bring information to you. What are some of the things that they need to deliver to you in order to get projects started?
1: Well, we write uh, the REAP grants themselves, for example. And so that's going to require certain uh, information about their unique usage that we're going to have to get from the farmer themselves. We do all the underwriting for the financing itself. So we're going to need to get your balance sheets. We need to get tax returns. Right. Uh, again, these are things that mm-hmm. your accountant is going to have. You know, As long as you give us permission to get it from the accountant, you, we won't even need to mess with you very much. Another example, though, when we do give you the different options of where we're going to place the panels, I want my farmers to, to sign off and say, this is perfect. This is exactly where I want them. The sooner you get that back to us, the better. And if it's not where you want them, tell us know you want them over here and so we'll redesign it and engineer it specifically for that but again all of these these uh back and forths they require time we will move as quickly as we can do this correctly Mm. and so we you know we'd like for our clients to
0: we talked a little bit about return on investment we started out this podcast talking about sustainability so kind of circling back on that topic again how does solar energy really help with a dairy producer sustainability footprint, understanding that that is something that, you know, they're going to have to validate or or show that they're doing uh, for market access and so forth down the road, potentially. So
1: I was talking to a governor uh, of a state that we're really busy in right now, just the other day, he, he asked me, how are you getting farmers so interested in renewable energy? Who is more interested in the environment and sustainability than a farmer. Farmers are more vested in the environment than anyone out there. But I told him, I said, but you're also talking about business people that have to think about the bottom line to their their business themselves. And to us, the word sustainable should should first begin with the bottom line to your business. It needs to be sustainable and better financially for your bottom line, for your balance sheet, for it to make sense. Because if it doesn't make sense for your business, it's a luxury to hope that it can help the environment. Part of what the Sun Farmers Group has done was we have created solutions that 100% make it more financially beneficial for our clients. And moving forward, it just gets better as you go. Again, like I said a few minutes ago, everybody's utility bills are going up every year. If you don't believe that, look at the ones from two years ago and two years before that. They're going up. If you want to expand your business, which is usually most people's you know, goals, what we do moving forward is we get rid of that inevitable negative that's hitting your business, and we instead turn it with more profits that you can put in your pockets moving forward. The sustainability aspect, budget, bottom line is number one. The fact that we can make the environment more sustainable is a bonus. That's a wonderful thing that we all love to feel like we're a part of. But again, at the end of the day, it's got to make financial sense. And with our process, it absolutely does. One hundred percent. When they have a budget, they actually have to meet that budget. Whereas very often coming out of, you know, uh, some of our our government, um, they can just print money. My clients can't. (laughs) and So that matters to to us. And, And we're realistic. We wanted to provide realistic solutions.
0: Okay, so if a farmer is um, interested in getting involved in in starting a solar project, how do they know, how will they be able to know if solar energy is right for their operation?
1: We can help them with the the tax credit situation. We offer all the financing with, with nothing out of pocket, no liens against their property. And the fact that, again, we guarantee our project for 30 years. If you pay electricity bills, this is good for you. Certain places, of course, the electricity is even more expensive than others. Uh, so obviously that scale gets bigger and smaller. But even in the places where electricity is the least expensive in the United States, hey, I have so many clients jumping on board because they know moving forward, it's only going to continue to get better. One of our, our big goals is we want to see the American farmers survive. We're protecting the future for the sake of the past. The thing is, every generation of farmers has had to fight their own battle so that they could take what was very often given to them from their dad or their granddads, and then they could create and keep this business so that they could pass it on to their children. We feel like this is our way of actually being able to contribute and help to that battle of today to take these energy costs, which are soaring, and quite honestly, they don't look like they're coming down anytime soon, and really put a hold on that. This one piece of the big equation Makes it makes a world of difference, especially if you look at the big picture of the lifetime of the farmer himself. And so, um, yeah, you asked me who who is right for this. Every farmer that pays an electricity bill is right for this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: I'm assuming there's a website where folks can go to learn more and learn more about Sun Farmers Group.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you can go to the sunfarmersgroup.com to find out what you need about us. But you can certainly go to it. You can contact us. And if you do contact us, tell us, of course, where you saw us. But yeah, just go to our website. Check us out we'd love to help any of you guys we could.
0: Well, Josh, thank you so much for uh, being a part of this podcast today. We really appreciate your time and all your insights into helping us understand a little bit more about solar energy. Hey, Mike, I appreciate you too. Thanks so much. This has been Mike Opperman, again, owner of Black Dirt Communications. And I want to thank uh, Dairy Voice and Dairy Business News for allowing me to host this podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.